bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, the steps it took to get here. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about the week in reality TV. I have a cold. <laughs> yes, yes <you laughs> And it do. is not cute. So. I mean, it is not. And this is unlike you. <laughs> It is. It's unlike you, so I know that it's real, because no, I can tell you what I'll never hear from you, which is I needed to sleep another hour. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry if you, you have to hear that um, extra special note to my voice, everyone. It actually do- sounds pretty good. It does? Yeah. I'm trying to really put it on. Are you speaking in the <laughs> in the highest range yeah. of your register? In my, in my like top register. Here, so that you don't talk down here. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah. trying not to make this noise. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying not to ever breathe through my nose. Well, everyone appreciates it, appreciates it because it would be real easy to just cancel. So I know it's hard that we don't have a boss. And um, I know it is hard. And and I'm not gonna ever no, say no. No, but also what we could do is just go. Let's just do the Patreon because that's where we make money. <laughs> <laughs> this little thing that we do pro bono as a well, treat we did, for all of you that's out true, there. That's true. I mean, it's there's a couple shekels. <laughs> I mean, nobody needs to know, but there's a couple shekels. Well, you know they, they hear the ads. A little bit of guilt. A they, little bit of guilt. They hear the ads. I mean, obviously, you know, it is what it is. But, but I mean, I can't say it doesn't help because yeah, it does. But we um, also, it wasn't just the money of what got me over here. Um, just because, like I thought to myself, I'm just going to do the Patreon. Yeah. Um, it's because I spent all yesterday doing writing this like doing organizing right. the thought of not being yeah. able to uh, realize the one's work was you, too you too offensive been, you'd been editing all kinds of different clips yeah and well, whatever we were preparing you know this, none of that's gonna come is, out right <laughs> well it was work because it's an up at d- dawn oh, pride swallowing siege that's true and it lasts all week so when we get finally get to the day and we say let's that's just not true. record it it's like but i've just worked seven days on this. but i will say i still had time to watch black panther and molly's game which we can talk about on the Patreon. What? Well, I- Patreon? <laughs> oh, okay. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics to hear other things besides politics, which we won't talk about at all. But I might talk about those things, but I might not. We'll see what happens. Why don't you read? We got a beautiful... Uh, I think this might be a direct message, so I'm not sure if we should say this guy's name. Oh, okay. Cause I it, guess not. Because I don't ever know. But we, you know who you are when we read this. So this came in. I thought it was really, really nice. We've gotten so many nice messages. A lot of nice messages. Last week, two on more the, came in too. But we won't. We'll wait. We'll save those for next week. Okay. Well, on the Patreon last week, we someone sent us a message about going through a breakup, and we just went all into breakups and just you know life, 
life endings and transitions. And and you know what? Apparently it's really profound. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, you know, well, okay. That's true. Go ahead and read it on Saturday. We got this message. Okay. On Saturday, uh, we got this message. Hi, Julie and Brandy. Brandy, your memory of crying in the tanning bed. I decided is going to be the title of my unwritten memoir. Ha ha. But really, more seriously, sorry this is a bit deep. You both mean so much to me. I've been a patron patron since you first announced it on the main (laughs) DGP show. My life has been a complete fucking mess for the past 15 months, and you guys are still keeping me company and helping me laugh in the eye of the shitstorm. Not many other things do that right now. And by the way, I love your stories about your writing. (laughs) As As a failed writer myself... I never got tired of hearing about your scripts over the years. I don't comment much on the Patreon page, but trust and believe I'm an OG and will never stop rooting for you and looking forward to the new episodes XXX. Well, that is fucking so nice. Yeah. I mean, the Patreon gives back more ways than just with dinero. It's funny because after that, we did say like, God, we got to stop talking about our writing. Nobody wants to <laughs> fucking hear about that bullshit. And who, who knew? Someone enjoyed it. A lot of people so that's said nice. they liked hearing us. So now we're just going to slowly and methodically go through every <laughs> single thing we've ever written. Including monologues, <laughs> sketches, and ideas. Yeah. I'd like to go through the list of ideas that I've had oh, that I've never seen Julie, come to fruition. That's Julie's favorite thing is to talk about <laughs> the vigilante script, mm-hmm. all-woman vigilante group. Yeah. She has so many things. The ideas are what she resents more than the ones we fully wrote <laughs> that took years that then went nowhere. Oh, I watched another me. movie, too. I got to talk about on the Patreon, which was another idea. We had another revenge movie. All right. So well, if y'all anyway. want to hear us go in detail about all that kind of stuff, um, sign up www.patreon.com slash politics. It's one dollar a week. We don't care if you spend any more than that. No, we love everybody equally. And um, we love every dollar, gay, straight, <laughs> black, white, yellow, brown, no, no matter creed, race. <laughs> uh, what else did I say? Cre- uh, what is the other one? The other one I can never understand. Creed and creed is the weirdest one. <laughs> so like, weird. What's your creed? What, uh, you know what I mean. We, we're, we're, yes. we love everybody. All right. Let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. You take some shit. Put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right, so this week, like most of the weeks since Trump has been president, the shitstorm was made up of Trump's lies. But for the first time since Trump has been president, he's actually been caught red-handed, and no one, not even Fox News, can deny it this time. And it's all thanks to Rudy Giuliani. I know, we didn't even get to talk about when Anne was on that, I don't think, that in um, James Comey's book, he talked about how Rudy Giuliani was like the biggest cocksucker and so arrogant and he, no one else's ego could fit in the room with his ego, and that's Oh, what? I mean, and I've watched and whatever we can. You should Google um, Rudy Giuliani and watch John Oliver. John Oliver does a whole thing on Rudy, like a little sort of like timeline of Rudy Giuliani yeah. and these clips and stuff. The guy is fucking. I, I, I mean, he 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 was in um, turmoil after scandal after scandal up until 9-11. And then when 9-11 happened, everybody just forgot about yeah. it because he apparently was the man after 9-11. But the motherfucker is <sighs> racist. He cheated on his wife. He married his cousin. He would say shit, horrible things after horrible things. He's just like Trump. He's literally just like Trump with and I dare I say, dare I say, here's one for you. Fuck, Mary kill Giuliani or Trump. Just those two. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because I don't know what you're going to do in that situation. I'm going to... I don't know what... I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> exactly. So there's that. Um, <laughs> okay, so pretty much every single one of Trump's lawyers has quit over the past few months, including one just this last week. Um, and apparently there's no lawyers left in America willing to work for him, <laughs> except for the cocky idiot Rudy Giuliani, whose megalomania is clearly overriding his basic common sense. Does he forget? I mean, if you're and if you're that good of a liar, don't you remember your last? This is the problem. And this is the problem with lying because you can't remember your last lie to cover up the next lie. You dumb fucking idiot with with gross mouth. His ego is so out of control. He's going around on every news show and contradicting direct statements that Trump has made to the press. When someone contradicts a statement using evidence, you know what the initial statement is called? What? A lie. <laughs> oh. And turns out, sweetie, Trump has been doing it a lot. Trump supporter or not, anyone who's surprised that he's been caught lying needs to kill themselves. Okay? Because Terry Schiavo okay. knows the motherfucker. Okay? Because Terry Schiavo knows the motherfucker's a liar. Oh, I mean, and if I, if I meet any more people who say that they still fucking support him, I don't know how I'm going to control myself anymore. I'm trying. Um, they all knew he was lying. And everyone who knows now that he's lying, they're just surprised that Rudy Giuliani is blowing up the spot so hard. And it seems like right now no one can tell if he's just a moron that's gone rogue or if this is an actual legal strategy. This is a very good question because yeah. they're even lightly dragging him on Fox News. I mean, how? here's a clip from creepy, disgusting Neil Cavuto spelling it out. I like to call pencil neck gross face. I found this shocking. President Trump is fond of calling out the media on fake news, but is he the one giving them very real ammunition? Maybe not intentionally. I'll even give you the benefit of the doubt, Mr. President, and say maybe not deliberately, but consistently, way too consistently. So let me be clear, Mr. President, how can you drain the swamp if you're the one who keeps mudding the waters? You didn't know about that $130,000 payment to a porn star until you did. Said you knew nothing about how your former lawyer, Michael Cohen, handled this until acknowledging today you were the guy behind the retainer payment that took care of this. You insist that money from the campaign or campaign contributions played no role in this transaction. Of that, you're sure. Thing is, not even 24 hours ago, sir, you couldn't recall any of this, and you seem very sure. Now, I'm not saying you're a liar, you're president, you're busy. I'm just having a devil of a time figuring out which news is fake. Let's just say your own words on lots of stuff give me, shall I say, lots of pause. Like the time you said the Russians didn't interfere in the 2016 election until a lot of Republicans had to remind you they did. Came back months later and you said, well, I never said that Russia didn't meddle in the election when, in fact, you had a lot. Now, none of this makes me a never-Trumper, just always confused. Like when you claimed your tax plan was the biggest in U.S. history, when it wasn't, or that the bill you signed to make it all happen would cost you a fortune, when it turns out it is going to help make you a bigger fortune, or that your job approval numbers really aren't that bad, uh, relative yeah, to other presidents at this stage, I love when they're actually numbers. worse than most presidents <laughs> at this stage. That can change, but what's weird is this pattern does not. Like the time that you said rumors of Rex Tillerson's departure at the State Department were false until they weren't, or that your former chief of staff, Reince Priebus, wasn't going anywhere until he was, or your economic <laughs> advisor, Gary Cohn, was doing a great job until he wasn't, when you absolutely loved Steve Bannon until you didn't, swore by Jeff Sessions until you started swearing at 
Jeff Sessions, had your legal team locked in place until it wasn't, denied reports you were ever thinking about firing Robert Mueller, even as you now threaten getting involved at the Justice Department. Now, none of this makes you evil, but I'm sure you can understand why even your friends say these inconsistencies don't make you look good or do anything to help advance your policies, many of which are very good, or the prospects for peace with North Korea. That is remarkably good. All this stuff you keep blurting out, remarkably bad and remarkably bad timing. It is not that these exaggerations and omissions and misstatements are now and then, more like now and then something else, always something else. Like the time you claimed you signed more bills than any president ever, neglecting to mention the other four presidents, FDR, Truman, Carter, and Clinton, who all signed more. Or brag about the national debt going down by $12 billion after your first month in office, even though it soared by nearly a trillion bucks now that you're 15 months in office. But it's not what you are omitting, Mr. President. It is what you keep stating and never correcting. Like when you said there was a serious voter fraud in New Hampshire, and there wasn't. Said the same about repeated claims of voter fraud in Virginia, and there weren't. Or that millions of illegals voted in the last election, but they didn't. Or the time you talked up your massive landslide in the Electoral College, even though three out of four presidents before you had bigger electoral vote landslides in their elections. Again, none of this makes what you say fake. Just calling out the press for being so a, a bit of a stretch. You are right to say some of them are out to get you, but oftentimes they're using your own words to bash you. Your base probably might not care, but you should. I guess you've been too busy draining the swamp to ever stop and smell the stink you're creating. That's your doing. Woo! I love how it's like exaggerations, omissions. Like they just you, won't ever say the word lie. No, and why not? I, I mean, don't know. I can't even do his voice. I want to do it so bad. But that was the whole re- point of that whole thing is the lies. And I think in you, you're saying you want Trump supporters because you meet Trump supporters. They, For me, where I'm at is I need them to at least say, Oh, I know he's lying. I just don't care. Yes. I wish they would say that. And none yeah. of them do. Not one will do it. Sure. I haven't met very many. Oh, my God. I can't believe. I'm so shocked how many I meet. Oh, because you were in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. But still, you know, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen when I go to Idaho and Utah. And you know what I mean? Like, and these are yeah. allegedly, you know, and if also this whole thing. I'm socially progressive and I'm, I'm fiscally but I love Trump. Like. How do you possibly? I don't understand. It's bullshit. It's crazy. Like, if especially now, he's blatantly lying, which means he'll lie about other things that have to do with you. Yeah, he just don't you understand that? Somebody made some point somewhere, sometime since I've been alive, which was like it. No president that's had, and even if if it's Clinton, whoever you're gonna say it is, no president who's had this kind of like dogged scandal following them. It never ended well. It just isn't going to. Right. It's like you're. I mean, Clinton was you impeached. Look, yeah, <laughs> like, and and never was able to escape the stink of being a liar. No, neither right, was Hillary. They right, just weren't. Because right. once you are, you are. Right. But for some reason, I don't know what it is with Trump supporters. Just uh, don't want to see that. But yeah, you, do, you don't know about it until you know about it. You say you don't, but then you do. You gave the money, but you didn't give the money. Like, the motherfucker is uh, more slippery yeah. than a goddamn lubed up dildo. <laughs> And now, and and the, and the dildo being Rudy Giuliani, so he's really just gonna like 
spread those legs and make it happen. Oh, my God. I mean, especially when they were like, well, did how do you know if he, what about the, there's no campaign finance. The, you know, there's no yeah. campaign finance, so nothing, and he, get, and he paid the money back. We know he in $30,000 installments. And it's just like, I'm quite sure that's not what Trump wanted anybody to know. No. So you, sir, are a fucking moron. So there's more Trump lies waiting for us over on Second Amendment Street. Ooh. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Second Amendment Street? It's right by First Amendment Street and Third Amendment Street. Oh, thanks, sir. (laughs) Those are gunshots that I just did. Oh, those were like Yosemite Sam type of gunshots. Actually, here's the gunshots they want to hear. I like to go, my gunshot I do is like, oh, that's a good one. That's like a shotgun. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, I don't know any other go. Or oh, there would be like, well, no, that's all. That's a, like a laser. Okay, so no offense to Brandy, who went to college in Texas, or to any of our 14 listeners from the great state of Texas, but on Saturday, Trump spoke at a redneck convention held in Dallas in honor of the National Rifle Association of Assholes, also known as the NRA. No offense taken. I just spent five days in Texas where Ah. I did get a cold. Three in Austin and two in Houston. I was there yesterday trying to find a public TV not playing ESPN and Fox News. And it was literally, I mean, and I'm not using literally as a, as a gross, as like I'm saying it was literally impossible. Wow. Even at the airport. I had to wait until I got on the plane to get on goddamn CNN. I mean, I never even thought of that. I don't know what I would do there in those situations. Too much. That is a lot. Well, while you were busy in a different part of Texas being a professional alcoholic, Trump and Mike Pence were in Dallas being professional cocksuckers. And I mean that not in the best (laughs) of ways. I went ahead and compiled the grossest moments for our listening pleasure. Okay, before you play it, um, I saw on the news that the NRA made an announcement that no guns would be allowed in. Mm. And it was like this, this official tweet that they sent out that it was like due to, you know, national security and fucking president trump and mike pence no no guns will be allowed in at the nra yeah and i just at the convention hey but you know what guns don't kill people people kill people that's right people kill people with guns Mm -hmm. Mm. now i want to let you know that i watched the entire trump i watched the entire pence and trump speech okay and um you know, you can only pull so many clips. So I did my best because the shit was over an hour. Yeah. So, we don't want a lot of clips. <laughs> however, I wanted to add a couple of things from Mike Pence, which might seem innocuous to some people. But literally. So let me just start with Mike Pence. Okay. So he started and he introduced Trump. So it's just important to know that Mike Pence came out and he introduces Trump. But he gave like a 30 minute speech. However, let me just. <laughs> so, OK. 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 Hello, NRA. Ew. Let me just stop you there. So You can't stop it the whole time, ma'am. Oh. But go ahead. I want to tell you that I had listened just to that part alone 50 times because that's how much I hate his fucking guts. And him just saying hello <laughs> made me want to fucking throw up. I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. a conservative, and a Republican. In that order. And I'm a card-carrying member. 
of the NRA. That's when he needs to just... Exactly. 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 The right, the right of the, of the people, people to keep, keep and bear, bear arms will, will not be in France. As if we're in some sort of war. We're in a war from the colonial <laughs> days. The most important freedoms, the Second Amendment, is what he just said. Why is the audio like that? It, the, all the audio uh, for it was terrible. Well, that's going to be annoying. Our pioneers want the West to expand the frontiers of freedom that they're daring, their courage. And there's Springfields, Winchesters, and Colts. The way he talks is so gross. I mean, how... From generation to generation, Listen to our forebearers have fought our nation's wars and defended our way of life with the skills they learned on the rifle range or in a dove field or in a deer stand or at the knee of a father or grandfather back home. While they were sucking their dad's dick. Let me just say, I know we can't stop it, but he, A, was fully sexist, B, talked about killing animals, and C... Everything he's saying is fucking, I, I can't even say that word, but he's, he's, he's saying men, it's men. You learn it from your father and your grandfather. You're at a dove thing, at a deer thing. You're killing doves. You're killing deers. And you're learning how to kill. But and this, is some, this is our most treasured amendment. He said this is the most important right that we oh, have. Okay? This is the most important Isn't right. Your right to kill. What's with that accent? He's from Indiana, isn't he? He's from Indiana. He is that so is like gross. A, he's like giving you a southern accent. And he's such a sycophantic suck up. You want to talk about cocksucker. That's why I called him that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and, and anyone who takes offense thinking that's like some homophobic remark. He's a cock sucker balls and cock yeah. and body you know what he's a full body sucker and anus and taint and anal triangle five million americans are proud members of the nra and the work you do is essential the work they do what work what work are they doing are they are they the red cross give yourselves a round of applause he said the work that they do is important for all you do for having guns finally I want all right here's trump all of you he, he thanked all these people. American patriots of the NRA who defend our rights. They're defending our rights. And our great Somebody has a baby there? I heard a baby Yeah, you can't. The baby cries the whole time. Take your baby out of there. Have never taken our freedom for granted. Never. Your Second Amendment rights are under siege. They're under siege. But they will never, ever be under siege. As long as I'm your president. They're under siege, Second Amendment rights. Bothers me when people don't say siege. They have to say siege. Gina. Siege. All of us here today are united by the same timeless values. Timeless values. We believe that our liberty is a gift from our creator and that no government can ever take it away. We believe in God gave us the right for guns. God gave us the right for guns. It's deep. It's deep. The men and women of law enforcement. They support law enforcement. Now here's where it gets a little racist. Pride in our history. Pride in our history. Respect for our heritage. Heritage. This we is. Put our hands on our hearts for the pledge of allegiance. Pledge. And we all proudly stand for the national anthem. Okay. What people? What great people? Oh God, he said black people. He did. Great people. Oh my God. This is a record crowd. You know, all-time record crowd. Also, it's a record crowd. It's definitely a lie. Anytime he does that, we know it's Full a lie. Full lies. Yeah. We love our country, and we believe our citizens deserve a government that shows them the same love and loyalty in return. Who goes black? He talks about love. Who goes black people? Great people. <laughs> Who says that? And didn't he mention Kanye too? He does. He, yeah. I think I put that in here. We are all finally putting. 
America first. First. African American unemployment <laughs> has reached another all-time in history record low in history. And by the way, Kanye West must have some power because you probably saw I doubled my African American poll my numbers. African we went from American poll numbers. In one week. We can't believe any of these stats at all. We can't believe He's said nothing truthful still to yeah. this point we and has also said nothing. Which is also at the lowest. He's level why are you talking about unemployment at the NRA convention? Unemployment. Oh, he does. He only talked. I heard he only talked. And women. Women. Unemployment. Women. Women's unemployment. Many women. Many women. Many, many women. And women. They're great people, aren't great they, guys? Great people. <laughs> many women. So we have the best employment numbers. Best employment, best black people, best African Americans, best Latinos. All we hear about is this phony Russia witch hunt. That's phony. all we hear about. It's phony. He should be like, my Russian unemployment, all-time low. We have great love going on in this Great love. Great love. Great love. It's right here. Yeah. We have, and, and by the way, you just saw the recent poll. It came out the rest. Who are you talking to? Who, who looked at poll? Who in that room ever looked at a poll? How does that happen when you only Isn't get that the most legendarily shady poll on the planet too? <laughs> they all are like, no one cares about that one. Like, what? I don't know if the people in Texas are gonna like this, but we also got Anwar in Alaska. So He's saying we got Anwar. He now brags about getting you know what it is? drilling an it's Anwar energy in Alaska. So let's talk about guns, shall we? Finally, let's talk about guns. Sure. We're done talking about oil. Oil, Paris unemployment. Has the, has the toughest, toughest gun laws in the world. The president just left Washington. Now get this Emmanuel. rationale. Great guy. He's gonna throw, Great guy. Throw Nobody what's has guns guns in Paris. Nobody has guns in Paris. They have tough guns. And laws. we all remember more than 130 people, plus tremendous numbers of people that were horribly, horribly wounded. You notice nobody ever talks about that. Nobody talks they about talk the wounded. About the people that died. Only the people they never that died. that 250 people had horrible, horrible wounds. <laughs> he couldn't even think of, he was trying to, get for, <laughs> trying to go for injuries, but, but he couldn't think of it. They died in a restaurant and various other close proximity places. <laughs> they were brutally killed by a small group of terrorists. Oh, okay. Oh, that had guns. They took their time this. and gunned them down one by one. Boom. Come over here. Boom. Come over here. Do they have a recording Boom. of that, do you think? Boom. Come over here. Hey, you come over here, and someone's boom, like, I gotta go, he called me over. Boom, allez-y, boom, allez. And the survivors said, it just lasted forever. What's the His point? His pregnant they didn't. Here's the point. Where just one patron had a gun. That's the point. Oh, one yep. Person my, yep. Had been there with a gun. Yep. The Waffle House, uh, uh, Hero didn't have a gun. No, he did not. He didn't need a gun because nope. he had balls. No offense to anyone in Paris that died or was wounded. No offense to no one with balls. Don't write us letters, okay? We're not trans-exclusionary. We all know what's going on in Chicago. The point being that if you had a gun, you'd like... The, the, the cop had a gun in Sandy Hook. I mean, whatever, the parkland. You know what? An entire police force had guns. And what happened? Nothing. It seems that if we're going to outlaw guns... Oh, here, 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 here. Like so many... So that he's saying that America wants to outlaw guns. Democrats want Democrats want to outlaw guns. That's what we want. Untrue. Get out and vote. Then we will get out. And you know what I'm going to say? No. We are going to have to outlaw immediately. 
all vans and all trucks. I swear. What? I swear to God, Stephen Miller wrote this the script. 100% Stephen Miller wrote this. We have to. And they run over eight people and wound 16. Like what happened in New York and what just happened. Outlaw cars and vans. No vans and trucks. You can't. Oh, he'll say cars. All trucks, all vans. You can't stand in Texas and talk about getting rid of trucks. Their their little wieners just shriveled up. They were like, no, right. not my truck. The, I love I mean, my truck so much. I love the, my son. <laughs> those were basically the, those points. I I you know, and he went on and on and just proclaiming stats and polls and vo- and he never shuts the fuck up about getting fucking elected. I swear to God, I'm gonna lose my mind if I hear one more speech about how you won the fucking campaign. We know it's been over a year. Why are you still talking about it? And also, he they. He's pandering to the NRA and to these people. And if you are a member of the NRA, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't like. And if this is important to you, I don't I don't know what your problem is. But like you got a prob. You know, we don't nobody's trying to outlaw guns. The Democrats don't want to outlaw guns. I don't know what your problem is with having stricter background laws and different register, you know, being registered and do- or whatever. And, and, to, and yeah, there does need to be like regulations on yeah, guns, regulations. guns for uh, like a pastime. I'm sorry, but yeah, right. Exactly. Gonna have to go. It's not gonna yes. stick around. We don't even right. have enough animals for your hobby, and that that's the problem with the guns. Is that's what creates gun shows, and right. that's what they all care about. And members of the NRA that that are, I guess, quote unquote, normal people. You know, they come from families that hunt, and they live in rural areas, and they want to have guns to protect right. themselves, like when a bear rolls up on their <laughs> trash can, because that sounds fun shooting that, a bear in your but trash that can. Doesn't. But I'm sorry, I really. Unless you have to be real rural for that shit to go down. You better be camping for that to go down. You're not living in a place where a bear is coming to fucking come in your house. And if you are, I don't know why you live there. You're living in a bear's house. Pam, don't you know in your town, somebody's got their face ripped off. And my parents, <laughs> the next day, were out with the dogs. I was like, well, good luck not getting your face ripped off. A handgun's not going to do it. And yeah, you know they don't take a gun And I don't want to hear any more about how hunting is, is your normal because you hunt. Because you're not. You're not normal. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not even. I say this without apology and without without. And if this offends you, I really am not even sorry. But if you hunt, you have a fucking problem. Period. The end. You want to come and talk about it? You want to argue with me? Bring it on. But we are over that. Unless you're a fucking Inuit or you're living in the (laughs) fucking tribe. What's an Inuit? It's like an Alaskan native person. Which we're not supposed to say Eskimo. But oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently it's like a derogatory term. But you better be living oh. in a tribe under a hut and you better be talking like <laughs> and like <laughs> fucking eating whale blubber and or living off the land. And I mean off the land. You don't go to a supermarket. You don't go on a car. You don't get the internet. You don't go on a street. You literally hunt to live. So if that's your case, okay, fine. Other than that, Ted Nugent, you better fucking take that gun and shoot your own fucking head off because I am done hearing about hunting being normal okay even though it might seem like we were already doing it now it's time for douche capades <laughs> I feel very enraged today. I like it. Now is the part of the show where we will tell you about douchey dumb shit happening in and around the administration that doesn't really affect public policy so much, but it does affect public opinion. 
Okay, and this is actually a really exciting, monumental, in fact, douchecapades because it involves one of the world's top 10 undisputed douchebags. Drum roll. Yes. Everyone's trying to guess. Kanye West, my friends. Now, before we get started ripping this douche a new asshole, full disclosure, we love Yeezy's music. Yeah. Now, Julie claims he's her favorite rapper, even though she hasn't listened to any of his music past 2008. <laughs> That's true. I personally, That's true. I personally mm. love Life of Pablo, which was his last record, and every one of them, and I believe that his music will continue to be amazing. But the motherfucker has lost his mind, though, and I mean, for real this time. I'm having of like a really... I mean, granted, I guess I can continue dealing with him because he's not a raper or um, whatever, you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. truly might be, however... And I, I, he really, and I had to sit and I watched a lot of different clips of him doing this situation. And I got to tell you, he might be the most truly insufferable person alive right now. And you know how I feel about Justin Bieber. (laughs) And you know how I feel about a lot lot of people, people, Mike Pence. A lot of people. But this motherfucker, (laughs) once somebody starts talking about being an artist, I will lose my mind. I mean, he was obnoxious and insane before, but now this Trump bullshit is just too much. So it all started a week and a half ago when he tweeted, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That makes us individuals and we have the right to independent thought. Then dumbass Trump tweeted back, thank you, Kanye. Very cool. What a fucking mega tool. I can't handle Trump. Thank you, Kanye. Very cool. And then Kanye, also a mega tool, tweeted a picture of a Make America Great Again hat, mm-hmm. which had like a, I guess, a signature that was supposed to be Donald Trump's signature. It looked like all ends to me. It was like N, 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 N. I was like, there's no D there. What a dumb signature. Um, so then he tweeted my Ma- MAGA hat. I guess MAGA is the the abbreviation for Make America Great Again, but right. people use it in shorthand. And I can't with that shorthand. Like I, I can't don't either. Hear, Flotus, POTUS, yeah. MAGA. I hate all of it. I don't want to hear it, MAGA. So <laughs> and he tweeted, my MAGA hat is signed with like 30 fire emojis. Like it was like a million fires right after his mm-hmm. MAGA hat is signed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is literally the dorkiest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Don't He's, put fire I don't, I don't, next to a Make America Great Again signed hat. He's such a shit stirring, yeah. like, like. I can't even he, the narc. It's I guess because he's uh, his ego. He's a megalomaniac. Yeah, he is. And that's all we're talking about. Like I can't even. Okay. So in addition to that, he's been having a Twitter conversation with all these well-known conservatives, and this is all happening after he's been off Twitter for a full year. Also, don't do that. Don't be a person who says I'm getting off Twitter and then get on Twitter, Leslie Jones. <laughs> so why now and why politics? I guess his frame whore thirst. Same. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I guess his fame or thirst has hit the final frontier. Apparently, he's about to release a song with T.I. called Yay vs. The People, starring T.I. as the people. Obviously, it's some kind of ideological rape debate with Kanye (laughs) taking the side of, I guess, Republicans, or what I'm learning now in his mind is free thought. It's not completely clear... But there is a Kanye verse that says, see, there's the problem with this damnation. All blacks got to be Democrats. We ain't made it off the plantation. That was a pretty good rap tempo you did there. Oh, thank you. I was unclear. When that was I, a white person's like rap. Well, I was even when I was typing it, I was like, I wonder exactly how 
how the tempo of that's gonna go now what if i if i did this it went like that's a white person thing to do right we would immediately be transported back to 1982 (laughs) um sorry about my cold okay so he's obviously doing all this to promote the song and sell records i mean that's just it's obvious i mean Uh i mean not to mention terry again but Ter Shivo knows that's what he's doing it for. But that doesn't mean it still doesn't bug. And really, I just think it's funny because in 2013, he had a song called New Slaves and another song called Black Skinhead. And I like love both those songs so mm-hmm. hard. Black Skinhead is like one of my favorite songs by him, period. But the message in those songs is like polar opposite to what he's his message is now. Mm-hmm. And it, I just it's like clear that he's to me, I believe wholeheartedly that he's broke and selling out because he needs money desperately. Mm, like I truly, and I've been saying, I have hit the rounds nonstop saying that, it, that he's broke. Right. Well, his mind's broke. He's spending all his <laughs> money on that stupid fashion line. So we got a lot of tweets about and comments to us to like talk about Kanye. So here we are in douche capades and Julie had to sit through an hour long TMZ live where the marbles done fell out of his head and onto the ground and then everyone kicked them around and then he put them back in his head i mean wow he really has lost his damn mind (laughs) and he loves to hear himself talk and he's so like and i don't know that i don't think i kept some of this in here you should go online and watch it because he speaks to he talks to them like they're so he you can't say that we're all the same and you have love for everyone and all this and then demean people. Yeah, yell at you people like they're idiots. You just can't. And you can't put someone beneath you and you can't look at someone and say like, yo, you know, I'm not feeling you, but you can still sit here. Just don't talk. He literally told the guy on TMZ to sit there not to talk. I couldn't believe it. And, Let's and hear some of it. All right. So, so, yeah. so, so were you wearing the hat specifically to show support for Donald Trump? Or what was, was it a bigger was, statement was the about reason uh, was it a bigger statement about free thought? What, what, I mean, I'm I'm an artist, right? Uh, so to ask an artist, uh, there's infinite reasons. Uh, there's infinite reasons to the why an artist does something. An artist doesn't need suggestions. The artist needs paintbrush and a camera. He's on the spectrum. He's got so grandiose. He's borderline for sure. He's, these grandiose ideas. I'm probably going to do the least good explanation of why. And yet he doesn't I'm shut the fuck up about his explanations. With the universe, period. Oh, oh, you know, that's, oh, okay. I'm just an well, actor. No don't guess. try to wacko jacko me for saying that. <laughs> uh-huh. Because that's what the media is trying to do. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they're, they're attacking me with these smoke screens. Smoke screens, smoke screens, okay. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. <laughs> that was amazing. Like, <laughs> you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like. It's but like we're, we're mentioning in prison. Lives. I like the word prison because slavery goes too too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So well, prison those are, is something those that are unites the things us one does one connect race. to, the, to those things. Yes, being one race. Uh, that we're He's one. We're, we're, we're the prisons. human race. We're human so beings and a, stuff. And yeah. eventually, you know. Um, can, can, yeah. can I go back to something yeah. you just said? Because yeah. I don't want to let it pass. You yeah. said that slavery was around for 400 years. At a point, it becomes a choice. Yeah. Right now, we're 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 choosing to be enslaved. We're like, okay, so he's Ebro, acting like because he takes Donald Trump's side that I'm he's freeing himself. Candace, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's these, lies. His Bullshit. version of facts, right? And Candace has facts. She's researched. Candace Owens right? is who he's Candace referring Owens to, and she is a conservative. And then, just you know chops ebro's head off with facts the ebro facetimes me 
the next day, and he's talking about the scoop, scoop and poop. He wants to talk about music now. I said, yo, you gonna have Candace on your show? He's like, no, nah, I'm not. She's, she's obsessed mean. with Candace. So you're gonna stifle her voice, Ebro. You're choosing to enslave people's minds. You're choosing to not let the truth be free. Pause. My righteous. That, yes. So Julie said that this lady Candace Owens is a conservative, like what pundit, like an author blogger, slash blogger. Yeah. She's young. She's only 28, and she's black. And she says very controversial things because she's conservative and she's pro-Trump and she's and one Julie of the thinks people Kanye's who, doing her, but obviously he's obsessed with her he's and he G. regurgitates. Oh right, why? Right. Well, but he's in the closet. He could be that, but if he's even if his heart really is G, he's that much of a megalomaniac that I think he could f anyone, anyone. Yeah. So um, he's just she, taking her views and regurgitating them to sound is, smart. And, he is regurgitating her views, and you can see her anywhere. And she. She's she takes a lot of shit because she thinks that the Black Lives Matter movement has taken back the black um, cause, so to speak. And she feels that black people uh, tend to be victimized, victimized by their blackhood. And she's very like, like white, like almost right. It's um, if if you heard her talking, you wouldn't you didn't know she was black. You'd think she was racist because she's so like, you just can't believe it. His point of view is free thought. Now, if you want to ask me, I don't have extremely strong political opinions. You could talk to John Legend if you want some political. I've never been into politics. John Legend, do you I just love Trump. That's my boy. Like, uh, you know, it's like so many rappers. You look at a smart. video of Snoop Dogg loving Trump, but then he get in the office and I don't love him. Like, Trump is one of rap's favorite people, no, right? But we, we, we talk about <laughs> yeah. this, that before he was yeah. elected president, people yeah. in hip hop, they, it was... It was an in thing to put Donald Trump yeah. in your rhyme somewhere. Yeah. And by the way, right. I but, am in hip hop, but I'm not just in hip hop. Oh, here too. I'm oh, God. A here black too. Here we go. Music, you can't even say anything. I don't know how anyone has a conversation with him. Try to minimize he's not anything. He's everything. hip hop. He's an artist, uh, but now he's a black community. Yeah, I'm always going to represent that, but I also represent the world. He I represents the world. Represent Not even the, the future. It's the now. We're in 2018. We're in the now, bro, you know what I mean? And I represent mm, the now, mm, and I represent mm. what the possibilities of a new peaceful planet. Oh. We're at the beginning of it. You saw oh. it in North Korea, but people denounce that. And you say, you, you said this thing, you put this whole thing. People love to say all, every, blah, blah, blah. It's not that. It's a hundred sides to every story. So if you talk about Trump, yeah, there's things, there's a laundry list of things that I don't have in front of me that my friends would text me or write me emails to say he did this, 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 this. He Some of know. them Obama did too. He doesn't know. You know? But he, no, just, he also it wants to blame Obama. You know, it's, it's hard to find him talking wow, shit about Obama. Quiet in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, the room is quiet now. Because so. Ob- Obama called him a jackass. Because he said shit, but he does say, this is where he does refer to Obama and say, well, Obama did shit too. And it's like, he doesn't even know what either no, of them did. But he doesn't like Obama because Obama no. called him a jackass. Right. So you have attention. Okay, and then there's positive things, right? And that never comes out. That's when they refer to what fake news things? because he can't even list any of them. No, he stuff. couldn't it's tell like, you one thing he did. It's like the media and the the liberals and the here's echo where, chamber here's, here's and the, all that here's Fox is having here's the most Trump. sore here's loss of all time. Like that, we're gonna just keep putting out. It's like torture porn. We're gonna keep showing you. Negative, 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 negative. When these are human beings, even like with George Bush, people said, don't apologize. I'm like, wait a second, I just saw George Bush pushing George Bush Sr. 
in a wheelchair and he just lost his wife. Do you know how bad I would want to go to George Bush and say, I'm sorry for hurting you. I was an artist. I was hurting when I went up to the telethon. Like, I said telethon. something in the moment. But when <laughs> I look on. at you as a dad and a family member, I'm sorry for hurting you. Think about Obama. Obama was the opioid to our pain. He pacified us. Right. But he pissed the, the Nazis off even, even more. I mean, Hold on, bro. Oh, that was drugs. So I stopped it there. But he basically says at that point, he's like, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. I'm in a I'm in. You got to let genius talk. You got to let Gene. That's when he told the guy that he can't. He needed to stop talking. He wasn't feeling him. He could just sit there like he literally said, you got to let genius talk genius talk. And I'm going to wait till the end because I don't want to forget that. I remember that he said something that I truly thought was unbelievable. the f out, bro. I was drugged here's the out. Thing. I was on opioids. This is insane. Two days after I got off of opioids, and I was addicted to opioids, two days I got off of opioids, I'm, I'm in the hospital, right? I'm taking two. Hey, everyone listen to this, please. He gets up, turns to two the TMZ office, the and is yelling at them. I was standing, on yelling opioids. At them. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. To them. I got liposuction. Because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and what? made him oh, fly home you're in prison? before me and Kim enslaved, got married. Kanye? I didn't want y'all to call me fat, so I got liposuction, right? And they gave me opioids, right? And I started taking two of them and then driving to work on the opioids, right? Then my boy, and I'd always ask my boy, uh, you know, to, to hand me if it's, uh, you know, we on tour, give me some weed, blah, blah, blah. So he had to go give me the opioids. And there was talks Someone's amongst my camp, like, yeah, he's popping, yeah, he's popping pills, right? So when he handed to me, this to me, he said, you know, this is used to kill genius, right? So I didn't take it. Two days later, I'm in a hospital. I was taking two pills a day at that time. When I left the hospital, how many pills you think I was given? Seven. <laughs> I went from taking two pills to taking seven. So the reason why I did not, why I dropped those tweets and everything, because I was drugged the f out, Why are you, what's bro? your excuse now? Okay, <laughs> What's exactly. your reason for acting this so, way right now? And that was also, you know, he canceled the tour and that's what that was all about too. And so he took the fucking opioids and, it's, and then he goes on and on and on. And he's like, do you all feel what I'm saying to you? And so now I would like to play. So he oh. said the reason he's walking off the stage five minutes after the concert starts is because of the op opioids. Right. That's what he said. Because okay. he got liposuction. And I just want to say, like, I think we all know people have had liposuction, including the Kardashians who seem to fucking get, get liposuction <laughs> and go out to work out two days later. So I don't know how many opioids <laughs> you needed for your liposuction, but like there's some kind I, of bullshit I, yeah, going on. I don't on. believe it was lipo. I, th I don't know what surgery he did. And if he was doing surgery, he was doing surgery to get pills. Like when, when Kim yeah. Richards got yeah, sober yeah, 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 and then yeah, immediately yeah. needed a yeah, nose yeah, job yeah, yeah. and yeah. had never done any surgery. And I was like, oh, she's going to get a nose job so she can get the pain pills. Right. Because he obviously, he compared himself to Rob Kardashian. Rob Kardashian's oh. like obese. And he fucking. And addicted what, to opioids. Yes. Right. And he basically goes to say like that Harvey Levin in his office has pictures of like, um, oh, fuck, now I can't remember who it is, but it was two martyrs. And he literally was like, if I have to be that third picture on your wall, then I will be that picture on your wall. And who it was, was like, it? Fucking Joan of Arc and Jesus? It's like some kind of <laughs> martyr pictures. And now I can't remember who they are. But I was just like, this is this is that is the pinnacle to me 
of this guy. Like he literally thinks of himself as a god. He really does. Yeah, he compares himself a not just to Picasso, but who's the main? The main? Not was it Rembrandt? Who's the main? Like Michelangelo? Yeah. Ugh, what a literally fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean. Or you you think you're Da Vinci? What, are you gonna go? Oh, it's what? Da Vinci. You're gonna, it's da Vinci. Oh, you're gonna go? Can you go create flying machines and dissect a human body, yeah. Kanye? <laughs> I don't think so. Now let me just play for you. It's not much longer, but this guy in the office gave him a, retor- a retort, which I thought was I needed to listen to it a few times because I thought this guy like who is this guy? Mm. <laughs> he's like a he's like an assistant in the he's back. He's literally some PA working in the back <laughs> of the office because Kanye got up and was like, "Y'all feel what I'm saying to you? You got to know what I'm saying to you. You understand? And do you feel me? And do you feel this? And you understand this?" But and like people were like, and then this guy, I actually don't think you're thinking anything. I think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought. And the reason why I feel like that is because, Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Mm. Every day we have to walk into that truth while you choose to say things that, to be honest with you, dog, are nonsensical. You want (laughs) to think freely? That's fine. I'll combat your free thought with my free thought because mine is grounded in a reality that I've been given and a reality that I'm going to change, but I'm not going to do it by pretending that the enemies are on the same team as me. Mm. And frankly, I'm disappointed. Oh. I'm appalled. Mm. And brother, uh. I am unbelievably hurt mm. by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. Turncoat. That's the way I feel. Stand on all the coffee tables you want to stand on. Say whatever you want to say, but don't throw a stone, then hide your hand like the rest of us are just going to swallow it. Yay, be yay. I'm off it forever. Do you. But remember, the life that I live is as a real person, an actual person. I'm off it. I love that so much. That guy fucking nailed it. Amazing. Nailed it, sir. I don't know who you are, and you'll never hear us say this. Because no one we know knows you. But <laughs> we're gonna try to get him. I can try to get him on the podcast. But that was fucking just spot on. Just nailed it. Let, let me put each nail in the, <laughs> the coffin. Okay, and just nail it up, and it's nailed. The house has been built. Let me build it. To be it. honest with you, bro, it's nonsensical. Nonsensical. I mean, and I have to live in this truth that you said we've made for our people, for ourselves, for 400 years. And obviously, that's a black man who has to walk in the world as a black man. And he's not walking around being like, oh, we enslaved ourselves. And he's not walking and looking at police thinking, I love everyone. They love me. Because he's living in fucking reality. Like, and Kanye West is not living in reality, and no. that is the truth. He's a rich, entitled, privileged person. Not to mention, he's just not, mentally not living in and reality. He's, he's not, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so he's why crazy. are we going to listen to the yeah. rantings of a crazy person? Yep. He needs to go into the bin with Gary Busey. <laughs> and yes, wacko Jacko. <laughs> yes, yes. You're now yeah. Britney Spears, yes. fucking Amanda Bynes, yep. all these. And you know it wasn't even opioids. It was probably weed did it to his head, but whatever. I'm I'm here. I love every drug. I accept all <laughs> drugs as equal. I have no problem with any different drug. But it's like... We, we don't need to listen to the rantings of a madman any longer. Like, and, and defend your 
this idea that I'm wearing a, a Make America Great Again hat because I stand for free thought. It's like you can have free. You're not, though, because if you're no. you're free thought, you wearing that hat, you saying that you think some of the things that Trump does are good. You that's that's fine. But you're acting like you're being denied or demeaned because you want to believe in something that other people don't want you to believe in. If I wanted to stand on the street corner and believe and shout out, I think all, you know, people should be killed. Me people need to die. Those are just my thoughts. That's how I feel. Why are you trying to stop how I feel? Like, exactly. You're it. How you it. You don't get to. I mean, you can feel however you want. But yeah, what that guy's saying is we are don't need to fucking accept it because Mm-mm. we aren't living. We're dealing with the outcome and the consequences of something terrible. And you're sitting there being like this terrible thing. We I just want to be able to believe in because I don't think it's that terrible. I mean. Oh. Insane. <sighs> well, now it's time for So There's That. Okay. Okay, well, so there's that is a real pain in the ass for all of us. But for those of you who don't know what it is, this is the part of the show where Julie has to find something good that's happening among all the bad shit that's really just so much easier to find on the internet, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yep. Okay, Meow Meow, tell us all what your so there's that (laughs) moment is for this week. Okay, so um, as I'm saying this, I'm currently deleting the words. I'm canceling so there's that. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I fucking cannot do it anymore. There is nothing. Okay. And honestly, I'm only doing it because I feel forced to do it. So in that spirit, and I don't mean to beat a dead horse, and God knows we've discussed Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby and the ramp smack drum to death. But if I may, if I may, it's the only thing I have to live for. Okay. It's the only light right now that I can find online. So I'm going to have to pile on some more. So... (laughs) Miss Ashley Judd. Uh-oh. Who you may know as actress and sister of Huynona and daughter of the other Judd is suing Harvey Weinstein. Here's, oh, here's why. She was the person who broke the story, right? She broke it and she's suing him. Sweet. And here's why it's important. So Ashley Judd is alleging that Harvey Weinstein sexually harassed her. She's suing him for defamation, sexual harassment, and violation of California's unfair competition law, which prohibits unfair business practices. She never worked directly for Rapey Rapestein, but she says he harassed her and he had serious influence over her career. According to a Vox article, it's hard enough for workers to fight back against harassment in conventional workplace settings. But for independent contractors harassed by people who don't have an official working relationship with them, the process is even more difficult. If Judd wins, her case could have larger implications for people who face harassment in non-traditional working relationships. Quote, there's a whole group of women who are unprotected by federal and state sexual harassment laws, said Merrick Roizen, Rosen, Rosine, a law professor at the City University of New York who works on sexual harassment law. A win for Judd could help those workers one day get the protections they need. She said, I said no a lot of ways, a lot of times. And he always came back at me with some new ask, Judd told the Times. 
It was always bargaining, this coercive bargaining. He kept coming back at me with all this other stuff, Judd said in an October interview with Diane Sawyer on ABC News. And finally, I just said, when I win an Oscar in one of your movies, okay? And he was like, yeah, when you get nominated. I said, no, no, when I win an Oscar. And then I just fled. In December of 2017, Peter Jackson, who you might know as the director of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, added some new information to Judd's story. He said in an interview with New Zealand-based website Stuff that he'd been interested in casting both Judd and actress Mira Sorvino, who was also reported harassed by Weinstein, in the Lord of the Rings movies. Weinstein's studio Miramax was initially slated to produce the films. When Jackson brought up Sorvino and Judd with Miramax around 1998, he told Stuff, I recall Miramax telling us they were a nightmare to work with and we should avoid them at all costs. If Judd wins her suit, it would open the door for other independent contractors in California who have faced harassment to sue under the unfair competition law. Royson said it could also motivate legislators in other states to introduce similar laws to protect independent contractors from harassment. So there's that. this episode of dumb gay politics um you're so there's that made me wonder if kate blanchett and Liv tyler fucked harvey weinstein since they went ahead and made it on into the movie oh yeah god right <laughs> i mean just a little kate just, blanchett just a though. little food for thought kate blanchett had a very 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 successful career she just she like sure a did. hot knife through butter and she was in i think plenty of harvey weinstein movies and Liv tyler and Liv, those people aren't not great they're great. I love Liv Tyler. Like, love. I think I would be really disappointed if Kate Blanchett fucked Harvey Weinstein, to be honest with you. Well, I don't understand why he'd stop the other two, but keep, but keep the ones that are there. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> thank you guys for listening. If you haven't signed up for our Patreon yet, please, we urge you, go over to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. It's a dollar a week. It's members only. It's very elite. <laughs> we get very down and dirty on there. We do. It's, I mean, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about today, but. Well, promote your shit. Promote. You're going on a big gay tour of the heartland. (laughs) So tomorrow I'm leaving to go. um, Tomorrow night I'll be in Bend, Oregon at 7 night club. Please tell the day of the week. Oh. um, Or the date. What's tomorrow? Wednesday, May 9th. Uh, Seven night club in Bend, Oregon. Friday, May 11th. 50 Broadway, Salt Lake City. Uh, Saturday, May 12th at Lucky Dog Tavern in Boise, Idaho. I would suggest going to purplepass.com and getting your tickets online. They're only $15 pre-sale. And <laughs> then um, I think they go up to 22 at the door. So, you know, get your tickets online, baby. Get them and we'll see you there, man. It's going to be fun with Belinda Carroll. And I think there's um, actual three different local openers. So um, I hope you come to the show. I really do. We'll see how many three fans we have in the um in the heartland heartland. i know yeah and i people have been asking me when they can buy tickets for the portland queer comedy festival live taping of the podcast and we don't have an actual time yet and um we probably won't know until june so just hang in there and we will let you know when that is um when that's going to be on sale and as always it's been real and it's been fun but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb and yeezy yeezy yeah 
How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man. By the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Want something visual that's not too abysmal? We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you? Stay for the night. night, or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan, and he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame, so I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 